I will share with you a reflection upon um, the stories and the chapters of the book uh, that we were discussing today. It's chapter three and four. Um, probably all of you receive an email that has a summary of the chapters, a couple of stories that we're going to focus on, uh, and also some questions that you will discuss uh, later as a group, right? So that's kind of the way it works. So we break into groups, and then 20 minutes later, we come back and discuss uh, what you discuss with the groups, right? So that's my understanding of how this works, right? Um, so let me share with you um, my reflection about these uh, stories and the reflection about these chapters. Um, when I read the story about Bishop Scurry and his grandmother um, in the kitchen, my mind and my heart immediately went to think about one of my aunties, Auntie Yeya was her name. Auntie Yeya was one of my father's sisters and she lived about a block away from our home. By the time I was in second grade in elementary school, her four boys were already grown and uh, they were either in college or high school. And I remember becoming Auntie's favorite nephew. And because my parents worked full time and I didn't, they didn't get home until later in the afternoon. I remember going to Auntie Yeya's home directly from school every day. And there, when she was preparing lunch for us, we would chat and enjoy each other's company. Over time, I realized that I owe to her the foundation of my spiritual growth because my parents were not churchgoers, but my auntie was a Sunday school teacher. So she made sure that I did my first communion, that then I did a confirmation. And when I became a teenager, she enrolled me in every youth retreat that there could be in our church. I remember her taking her with me to uh, the meetings from her charismatic circles. Have you been in any of those charismatic circle meetings? And I was shocked first when I saw all these people singing praises, using their bodies and their uh, voices to praise God and sometimes even speaking tongues. And at that time, to be honest with you, all of that was kind of funny to me to see, right? It was kind of a show um, that they were putting uh, for me together. But little I knew that all of that, all of that that she was doing for me was to set the foundation upon which my spiritual growth had happened. So she's no longer with us on this earth, but I thank you, Auntie Yeya, for setting that foundation in my life. Reading about what we can do to dream big in the book of Bishop Curry especially dreaming big in difficult times, made me wonder if Auntie Yeya had big dreams for her life because I never heard them. I was too young back then as to ask any questions or even to understand. But later in life, I realized that her life was not easy. Like my father, they became adults very young. They had to drop school about the age of seven or eight, and they had to start working uh, to provide for the family. 
Then I remember that uh, Auntie Yaya's husband left her with the kids and then went and formed another family somewhere else. And despite all of that, my auntie continued on in her life, hip to hip, attached to her God. She made you with whatever little she had, financially or spiritually. And then I have been wondering about her dreams. Did she have any dreams? And if she did, what did she do to keep those dreams alive? Theologian John McQuarrie says that to accomplish authentic selfhood, we need to balance the tensions in our life. And this week, while reading these chapters, I have been thinking about the tension between what Bishop Curry calls make do and dreaming. I agree that uh, to make the best out of the little that we have is a great attitude. And I have also been reminded this week about the need to also keep our dreams alive. Balancing both. I don't think it's either or. I have been reflecting on Auntie Zieja, and I hope, I really hope that she kept her dreams alive in addition to making do. But I have also been reflecting upon my life, especially during the past 10 months when the political and racial situation in this country has not been the best and all of that compounded with the pandemic. And to me, all of that has made my life increasingly busier than before. So I think that I have spent most of my time making do. And this week I have been moved not to forget about the fact that God has dreams for me. And I have to continue keeping those dreams alive. So as we move to our small group conversations, I hope and pray that the dreams that God has for you are rekindled this evening and that you leave today with a renewed commitment to pursue them, all while making do or all while making lemonade, right? With the challenges and realities in the world, in our country and your very own life. So as I said, at the beginning, um, via email, you received a summary of the two stories. And one is about Bishop Scurry's uh, time with his grandmothers in the kitchen. And the other is a story about people like uh, Dr. Martin Luther King and Desmond Tutu and Gandhi, who despite the challenges in their lives, kept their dreams alive. So raise your hand if you received that email and you have those stories with you. Most of you, great. So what we're gonna ask you is that uh, when we break you into the small groups, 
um, to do two things. One is first um, choose one of the two stories because I don't think you will have time to go through both of them. Just choose one: the story of the grandmother, of the story of uh, you know our heroes and how they kept their dreams alive. And then uh, go ahead and discuss the questions that come along with those stories. Um, uh, we appreciate if um, you know we believe in those in groups that are self-managed. So we appreciate if you appoint someone to facilitate the group um, that makes sure that everybody has an opportunity to talk and participate. Um, and then uh, keep notes in writing or in your mind, because when we come back to the large group, we would have an opportunity then um, to talk about what you talk in the groups. Are there any questions that anybody may have before we break into the groups? Okay, there are no questions. Then I want to ask uh, our great support today to break us into groups. And then um, Susan and I, I think, will be visiting some of the groups. And then we'll see you back in 20 minutes. We have 20 minutes. Uh, choose one story, discuss the questions, and we'll be back. <laughs> 